Welcome to Goddess Awakening, the only podcast that uses coaching and feminine energy to rewire your brain and awaken your body so that you can create better relationships with yourself, your partner, and others, and create what you desire in life. And now, here's your host, certified coach, published author, and goddess, Penelope Magulianiti. Welcome to another episode of the Goddess Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Penelope Magulianiti, and today I want to talk about presence and how mastering mindful listening, it can make a tremendous difference on the results you have at work and how it will affect your love life as well. So let's see what to expect from this episode. Understanding what mindful listening is and how we can master being active listeners without drifting away and perceived as rude or arrogant because of our tendency to keep interrupting. Knowing and understanding the benefits for our business career when we master mindful listening. And what are the benefits in our relationships as well, in our intimate relationship, relationship with our kids, family? The challenges that we might face, because there are always challenges, my friends. And lastly, I am going to share with you some practical tips and techniques on how to become masters in active listening. But first, let's find out what mindful listening is. Mindful listening is often referred as active listening, and it's not anything else rather than the practice of listening to someone with complete attention and focus and being fully present in the moment. We don't just hear the words, we give our full and undivided attention to the speaker, ensuring they feel heard and understood. To master mindful listening though, we must adopt and learn some skills. First of all, we must learn presence, being completely in the moment and not letting our mind to wander. What many of us do usually is to listen to someone and the mind drifts thinking maybe our response or maybe what we have to do or maybe what we forgot to do while the other person is still listening. Or we might get distracted by what's going on around us. The second skill is being non-judgmental. We listen without trying to formulate opinions, without trying to find solutions for the other person or judgments about what the other person is saying. We judge what the other person is saying. So it's good to practice being non-judgmental. Have empathy. Try to understand the emotions and feelings behind the words. Placing ourselves in the speaker's shoes. Remember, sometimes, or many times actually, lots of people are becoming stressed when they speak publicly in front of a group of people. So it's good to have empathy and try not to jump into conclusions because the other person feels uncomfortable. 
another skill is learn to avoid interrupting the other person. And this was one of my biggest challenges. I was interrupting the other person during a conversation and I wasn't doing it intentionally. And it took a lot of effort and practice to stop this bad habit because at the end of the day, obviously, I wasn't active listening and I was giving the wrong impression to the other person as well. Another great skill is to learn to observe nonverbal cues. And what do I mean by this? Nonverbal cues is when we pay attention to body language, to the tone of voice of the other person, the facial expressions. And we do all this to gain a fuller understanding of what is being communicated. And the last skill that I want to share with you today is to reflect and clarify if we believe we didn't understand correctly and not to be afraid or hesitate to do it because it's very important. Now I would like to share a story with you from my personal life. When I first started dating my then boyfriend, now husband, we were having difficulties in understanding each other and we were usually many times lost in translation. My first language is Greek. My husband's first language is English. And back then, my English were horrendous. I, it was Gringlish, to be honest with you. So I was making lots of mistakes. I was thinking in Greek and translating in English, which is completely wrong to do. And my husband, even though he's a South African Greek, his Greek weren't, wasn't very good. So again, lots of meaning was lost in between. So I remember we're out with some friends and I was telling a story in English and I felt him pushing me uh, under the table. And he'd done it a couple of times during the conversation. I started getting angry and irritated. So when we came home, very, very angrily, I asked him, what's wrong with you? He came back, what's wrong with you? What were the, those things you were saying? What did you mean? There was a misunderstanding of the meaning. And that's why it's very important to reflect and clarify, ask clarifying questions, because this is how we avoid arguments and big fights in a relationship or in any relationship, even if it's a business relationship as well. So since we are talking about business, what are the benefits in the business field? Let's see, what are the benefits of mindful listening? It builds trust. Your team, your coworkers, your clients will trust you more because you listen to their point of view, you care to what they have to say, and because you encourage open communication. And this is a trait that all of us should aim to have irrespective if we are leading a team or not. Another great benefit is that mindful listening encourages informed decision making. 
before you reach a decision or make a choice, it's better to gather all the information you, uh, you can get, we can get. We don't jump into conclusions. We are seeking the facts. We are learning the facts and we never act on stories. Remember, our minds love stories. So our first priority should be to learn and find out and understand the facts. And this is a very powerful way to make informed decisions that you won't regret in the future. And the third benefit is conflict resolution. We make sure that we make the other party feel heard and understood. And even if we don't agree with them, by listening to their point of view and giving them the chance to elaborate on the problem, it's already solved half of the problem. The other person feels like they want to listen to my point of view. They want to listen to what I have to say. They are willing to understand from where we are, I am coming from. Very important, my friends, to have this trait, to give the other person the chance to elaborate, to explain, to tell you what they want to tell you. Now, let's move to the benefits uh, for our relationship, for our personal relationships. When we practice active listening, our connections, our connection with our partner becomes deeper. Especially for us women, feeling truly hurt can lead to a stronger emotional bonds because we feel understood when our partner listens to what we have to, to say. So we feel that he is appreciating us. He's valuing our opinion. Another benefit is avoiding misunderstandings, especially if we use the skill that I've already talked about, clarifying things. When we make sure that we fully grasp what our partner or our kids or our friends are expressing, the connection becomes even stronger because they feel valued, they feel understood, they feel that we are there and we do listen to their point of view. When people feel, feel listened to, they are more likely to share their feelings and concerns openly. So the third benefit is that it encourages openness. Nobody wants to become vulnerable to a person that they feel is going to judge them. But despite, but despite all the benefits, there are challenges as well. Our intention might be to be present and to become an active listener, but we live in a world which provides many distractions. That's the truth. We have many distractions around us. And let me give you an example. How many times have you been on a date and your partner is going through his social media? Or you go through your social media. You're scrolling through social media. You go out to spend time together and you end up being even more apart. 
when we go out with my husband on a date, we don't even put our phones on the table anymore. My phone stays in my handbag and he's in his jacket pocket. Because even the sight of your phone on the table can be distracting. Another big challenge is entering a conversation with biases or judgments that prevent genuine listening. When we predecide, we don't listen. We are not willing to listen to what the other person's point of view is, or even give them, as I've already said, the benefit of the doubt. So if we predecide, it becomes a big challenge, a big problem. Impatience is also another challenge that can lead to arguments. This happens when we keep interrupting or finishing the other person's sentences. Imagine how you would feel if someone kept interrupting you. How would you feel? I would be pissed off, to be honest with you. It shows disrespect and arrogance. And if it's a habit of yours, like mine was years ago, you must stop it if you want to improve your relationships overall. So now let me give you some techniques and tips to improve your active listening. One great technique is the 70-30 rule. We aim to listen 70% of the time and talk 30% of the time. This provides presence it gives it makes us be more present because we listen we practice we practice uh, the mindful listening and it also helps the other person to see that we value what he or she says we are there we want to listen we want them to tell us what they want to tell us a second technique is reflective listening, repeating back or summarizing what you've heard to ensure understanding and avoid arguments and avoid big fights. Body language, it's very important to maintain eye contact, noting, it shows that you are listening and open posture. When you cross your hands, it means that you are defensive. So try not to cross in your hands when you listen to somebody. Eliminating distractions, setting aside your phones, outside of your sight as well, turning off notifications or finding a quiet place for important conversations when you won't be disturbed. The fourth or fifth technique, the fourth one, is to become curious like a toddler. Practice active curiosity by asking open-ended questions to deepen understanding, to encourage and to encourage more conversations. So these were the four techniques and let's recap what we've covered today. To master mindful listening, we must have presence. These are the skills. Be non-judgmental, have empathy for the other person, Do not interrupt or finish his or her sentences. Observe their body language. Reflect and clarify if we don't understand something. Very important. These are the six skills that is good 
to have and it's good to learn. And then the techniques we can learn and practice are the 70-30 rule, 70% listening, 30% talking, reflecting listening, asking clarifying questions if we didn't understand, pay attention to their body language, eliminate distractions, and become curious like a toddler. I would like to give you an actionable challenge because if we don't implement what we learn, we soon forget about it. I would like to encourage you to practice one of the mindful listening techniques. Choose one and practice it in the coming week and then share your experience. Share your experience with me either through the social media platforms or by sending me a private message. This episode was all about the power of presence and how it can impact our business and personal relationships. It's an an invaluable skill both at the boardroom table and the dinner table. So when you discover the degrees between passive hearing and truly understanding and learn on how to cultivate this skill, whether you are negotiating a business deal or navigating personal relationships, you will be amazed how much more present, attentive, and great communicator you will become. Thank you for tuning in. Please do subscribe, share, or leave a review. And until next week, much love. Are you constantly juggling between your thriving career and cherished relationships? Struggling to find that perfect equilibrium? The answer lies in not just managing your time, but aligning it with the right mindset. The Goddess Diary process is not just another time management tool. It's a transformative journey. It marries actionable time strategies with empowering mindsets. This process is meticulously designed for go-getter businesswoman. Go to www.penelopemagulianidi.com forward slash TGD to learn more. Remember, the key to having it all is not doing it all. It's doing what matters most mindfully.